TheItSpot.com. Go have your steak, princess. What kind of man drunk you take me for? I'm the clever one, or the potato one. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you give me an idea. A very bad habit. Listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Horn. Hello. Hello. Are you waving at my picture? I'm waving at yours. Hi, picture. Yours could use an update, I think. I was unaware that I even had a picture, actually. Oh. Maybe it's something I said on my end. Oh no, I, it's probably it probably is a profile picture, but I don't uh, I don't remember it. That's all. Your face is very pink and healthy looking, so I figure it's out of date. Uh, healthy looking or just pink? Pink and, and drunk looking. Rosy? No, you don't look drunk. You look like you're fixing to get drunk. <laughs> well, when am I not? Right. Anyway, I'm pressing buttons. I'm the word whore. And this, and is, this a, is Air Out My Shorts. This is another amazing episode <laughs> of Air Out My Shorts. Starting off uh, fantastic. Anyway, so it was Halloween recently. It was Halloween. How was your Halloween? Uh, it was all right. I went to Mumblebee's, actually. There oh. were some people there. I threw together a costume at the last second. and. Uh, what did you dress up as? Uh, sort of a mad scientist... Um, uh, I like to think of myself as the cleaner, it's the the guy who disposes your bodies. Oh, cool! So having you know, having some lab coats lying around and and protective goggles and I I, I spent a grand total of two dollars and fifty cents because I went downstairs to buy some rubber gloves. I I can totally see you in that costume. In fact, I think I might have before. I don't know that I... I know. I'm picturing your character from um, one of your short films. Yes, I did wear a... uh, Lab coat. A lab coat in that. Okay. So, yeah, I have that stuck in my head as something I've seen you wearing before, but now that makes sense. Anyway, so, so yes, I I went... uh, I did finally make it out and, of course, managed to have the energy to stay up rather late good and there you go and there you go (laughs) i was really hoping we would record while halloween was sort of still fresh in my mind but then i realized while i was thinking that that it was probably never fresh in my mind so Mm. that's just crazy talk it's blurry it's really blurry but it was a ton of fun but it it all just blurred one event into the next, and I can barely mm. tell them apart at this point. As I think I told you, uh, Lulu Fontaine and lovely Mr. Fontaine flew in from Texas, and we had our Brits in town from from England, obviously. And um, yeah, it was a, a damn damn bunch of fun, and the costumes were amazing, amazing. Everyone went all out. Cool. Mm-hmm. And nuttiness ensued. And that's about it. I see. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, Dreamy Dean came out. Oh, good. Which was kind of fun to see him. That's a novelty. I see he is in uh, Niagara Falls at the moment. Is he? 
I think so. Well, about an hour ago, I saw him post a picture. No, I saw his wife post a picture of them at Niagara Falls, and it said where we are right now. Either they're doing a cheese ball throwback late honeymoon, or or they just happen to be in Niagara Falls. Mm. But it was funny because they were both wearing very, very retro 70s style sunglasses and in Niagara Falls. <laughs> I just thought, I think my parents have this exact same photo. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I was really tired on Halloween because I was helping uh, Mrs. Buttons move her stuff into our place. Because Just, just now? Yes. Why, she... why such a big, long delay? Because she had a house that she sold, and then... Oh, I didn't know that that didn't happen until this recently. It did. And uh, so there's some new fancy furniture in here. Good. Including a bar, which is kind of nice. And, yeah, that's uh, just what you need. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But we also inherited a cat. Mm. Good God. Which is... Well, interesting. <laughs> Is that why you've been sick? No, but the <laughs> the cat uh, it hisses at me. Of course it does. I, I like I all would, animals do. I would be suspicious of the cat if it didn't. But I have never known you to live with a pet of any kind before. So I grew up with a dog. Did you? Yeah. Must have been long before I met you. Yes. Okay. Uh, but no, I like dogs. I'm not so fond of cats. And this, this cat isn't isn't really changing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's mutual. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, The thing is, it's kind of crazy because it'll, it'll be friendly and everything like that. And I know like plenty of crazy, and this is why I don't like cats is because you'll be petting them and they'll bite you. This one sort of does that, but not really that much in that sense. Yeah. Well, be really friendly to you, and then you, and then you'll like move or something, and then you'll turn around to it again, and then it'll just start hissing for no reason, and then run off or whatever. So I don't know; it's insane. Well, congratulate her on the sale of the house. I know that was a a long time coming. Mm-hmm. But um, I whatever the opposite of congratulations is on the cat. <laughs> Yeah, she keeps on, uh, Ms. Buttons keeps on saying, like, yeah, well, I have to get some pet toys because, you know, it's it's bored and stuff like that. And like, yeah, that's not why it's hissing. <laughs> it's not hissing because it's bored. It's hissing because it's fucking nuts. <laughs> it's an asshole. All cats are assholes as far as I'm concerned. I actually like cats, but but I'm violently allergic. So I've just convinced myself i dislike them because it makes it easier for me to avoid them but uh, of course they always go right to me they know they're evil that way they know they gravitate right to yeah me. they're demons really they are mm-hmm. they were worshipped yep oh what else is new mm, i don't know that's pretty much it for now i think okay I'm sure I had more. I'm sure I made notes at one point, but they're, as always, they're completely out of date by the time I get around to it. Oh, no, that's a grocery list. <laughs> I guess reading that wouldn't be very exciting. 
I did get a, a very nice um, message from John from Total Talk Nonsense saying he loved my Halloween costume and that he had gone dressed as a priest with a giant inflatable cock. And I begged for pictures and I still haven't seen any. So he must have been too, too embarrassed or nobody captured that moment. That sounds like a costume I would want to see. It does sound like a good one. I would like to see mm-hmm. that. Um, what else? I heard from someone else that was like a an out-of-the-blue message. Hmm. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, I, I saw that you saw that weird furry truck that Banachek took a picture of. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I, mutton I've seen shops? It mutton No, it's cuts. called mutt, mutt Cuts, and it's some kind of like mobile dog grooming thing and it looks like a dog they've done out i think wasn't there something in dumb and dumber that was like that i swear well i don't know maybe anyway they've done up the truck to look like a dog it's just that when i saw it i thought it said mutt cunts i thought what a great band name (laughs) it is a good band name (laughs) they'd be featured on punky radio that shows how distracted I was because I didn't even realize it was supposed to be a dog. It just—it was just a furry truck, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that? Why?" Okay, well, at least there's a reason for the truck to be furry, but still. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um. Yes, I misread it too, but I thought it had something to do with mutton, so I'm <laughs> just—I thought it was a sheep. That's all. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's it. We have no news. Oh, damn it. It's just too blurry. Uh, I did notice, because, of course, I get these notices for um, Twitter that come into <laughs> into email, but still that I fail to see on Twitter. Yes. <clears throat> yes, hence our old people using Twitter episode of last episode. Uh, half half of the episode was was talking about trying to use Twitter. So it, when I was talking about someone tweeting about scary movies, mm-hmm. was that on the last episode? I think so. Yes. Uh, okay, I don't know. Anyway, that was from uh, Volisios. Mm-hmm. I didn't pronounce the name right last time. Oh. And uh, so I apologize for that. Um, Matteo Toretta also favored us, and I think we read a story from him at one point. I definitely remember a Matteo. It's it sounds familiar to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, Sir Michael said hello on Twitter too. Oh, nice! Yay! And I think he should submit something. Absolutely. It's been ages. Look at you and your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you failing at Twitter. Look at you failing at Twitter. It's like it's kind of like um, it's kind of like someone getting emails but not reading them on the computer, but printing mm-hmm. them out first. Yes, and then faxing them. And faxing them. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, yes, we've we have clearly clearly clarified we're not up with the twits and the tweets. <laughs> yes. We're all about twats, though. Speaking of twats, I think we've got a story. Mm-hmm. 
What did I do with it? I don't know if it's twatish, but good segue. <laughs> well, the author is. Um, oh, is it a twat? Yes, it, it this it says this is one from the plot plunger. It is ridiculous, even if I do say so myself. But really, if you like, enjoy it. Have a Zemo with it, and that is from Max Max, our You're good friend Max Max. Max Max a twat. Yeah, he knows he is. I don't appreciate um, that. Uh, he this is this makes many. Yes, he has he has submitted religiously over the years. I'm very. Very thrilled with his contribution. He's come through in and when we've needed him to. Mm-hmm. When we said we need stories, then he he turns them out. Agreed. What is Zima? Um, I know it was clear, and I can sort of picture the bottle, but I know I never tasted it. Yeah, I don't know. It's some kind of weird like liqueur drink, I think, but I don't know. I think it was a malt beverage, but it was clear. It was supposed to be a girly beer, I think. No? I don't I know. Do, I don't know. I think we should Google that. Well, I could right now, but I don't feel like doing it. I'm asking you to. Wikipedia that shit. Well, why don't you start reading then? Um, I will. I'm looking for the title of the story. It's untitled. Uh, Zima is a clear, lightly carbonated alcoholic beverage. That is made and distributed by the Coors Brewing Company, ultimately Miller Cools. Introduced in 1993, it was marketed as an alternative to beer, an early example of what is now often referred to as Alcopop. Its Ew. Pro- <laughs> its production in the United States ceased in October 2008, but it is still marketed in Japan. Really? Didn't really help to say what it was. No, it really Not didn't. Alternative to the then-successful wine cooler category. Yeah, I I think of it as a girly thing, but I don't know. I think it was just made fun of so much that all of my information about it is a result of other people making fun of it. I have mm-hmm. no direct I have no direct knowledge of this product. It's a lemon lime drink. Ew. Screw that. I don't want it. Okay. So this story is untitled, and it came from the Plot Plunger, and we will read the plunge at the end. Thank you, Max Max. You are not a twat in my book. He felt good. I mean, he felt re... (laughs) See, if he wasn't a twat, he would have spelt that correct. (laughs) It's not even a typo. It's just a... Okay. He He felt felt read good. He felt read good. He felt good in every way. She liked him, but she liked him a lot more since he started Zoloft. He loved the Zoloft, so wearing a Xena costume didn't seem like a bad deal. They lived underground. All right, I'm starting to see a trend here. Uh, clearly, clearly, somebody had the alliteration button stuck on during using the plot plunger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Transvestite was not a word in his vocabulary. He was a man, a manly man. Like so many manly men, he liked to kill zombies. Like so many manly men, he liked to wear ladies' clothes. With the world being in such a mess, he had a compound built in the wilderness with a moat. Photovoltaic? (laughs) 
Is that Sounds right? Sounds good to me. Photovoltaic. <laughs> now, of course, I said it right once, and now I can't. Photovoltaic. Photovoltaic. Cells. Cells. Massive, huge piles of canned goods, storage batteries, security cameras everywhere, guns, 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 and plenty of ammo. And with his family, friends, and followers surrounding him, looking to him for leadership, Zeno was prepared to take on the zombie threat. She called him Zena. For her, he would wear the costume. For her, he would bear the humiliation. Man, he was so, so drunk or fucked up or stoned <laughs> when he wrote this. I mean, I always have trouble following, but... Yeah, I think there might be a... Uh, I don't think sentence. it's my fault this time. <laughs> they called him Zena. He thought of himself as a warrior prince. He was tired of living inside, fearing the slow marauders. And he was sick of people calling him Xena, but he couldn't get enough of her. His friends were normal, he thought. Billy was the first one to bring in the combination of rock gut and piss people called Zima. But Billy was his right-hand man. Ugly as a hockey puck and tough as a Syracuse winter, Billy was the closest thing to a friend Zena had in the world. Billy's left hand was slow and weak. In his right, he handled the sawed-off. Billy didn't take no shit, except from Zena, and Billy loved this Zima that people mistook for beer. Billy knew that, as Slate Magazine had said, Zima was done in by its medicinal taste and girly man rep. Billy didn't care if Zena didn't like Zima, and Billy didn't care... The Zima was swill, if it was his swill. The bunker was stocked with 400,000 cases. Zena bought them for him after the whole dislocated shoulder thing. <laughs> oh, man. I'm worried about Max Max now. Yeah, you know how you say a word over and over again, it loses meaning? I'm yeah. having that with all these words. I know. I'm not, I'm not even recognizing sentences at this point. Just, just... They're just um, they're just these phrases that are meaningless, Disjointed, interrupted by black, periods. Bl black squiggles on white paper, with yeah, it's in. It might as well be in Sanskrit for all I know. Um, you left off at shoulder thing. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Billy knew two more things. Billy knew where the ammo was, and Billy knew where the booze was, and Billy spent time there. Mona loved Billy. See, now we're introducing two new characters. I'm so confused. Mona loved Billy almost as much as she loved the Zima, and Zima made her crazy. Or maybe she was just crazy on Soloft, but she got wild on the Zima. While Billy brooded over the stockpile of the vulgar sloshy shine, Mona sneaked it out from the locked room, Vault Z, or Z for our Canadian listeners, the Zima. The can, you believe, can you believe I said Z first? <gasps> I've been away from home too long. You certainly have. I said Z before I said Z. <gasps> I'm actually upset with myself over that. Well, I would have said Valzi as well, just because this is clearly written by an American. That's not the well, point. Well, that's not it's even being, true. But... Like it's being read by Canadians. 
So there. It's Vault Z, damn it. The boss didn't drink the shit. Mona drank it. Mona hid it, even from Billy. Mona even mixed it with gin. She believed that gin covered the smell of everything. Her friend Gabby drank it, too. Zena would do anything for Gabby. Gabby would do anything for Mona. But Mona loved Billy. Yeah, this <laughs> this kind of reads like a children's story written by someone who is really high and drunk. I don't know about the children's story part, but I don't even know. It's reminding me of something, but I don't know what. <sighs> An argument with someone that's going no. nowhere. No, it, it's a song or something. <laughs> Billy loves Marion. Is that a song? Uh, I don't know. And really, Bill probably loves Zena. But anyway. <laughs> Is that from the story? Yes. Okay. Okay. I think I'm mixing up all the Zenas with all the Zemas, and everybody apparently loves. Both. (sighs) Billy was paranoid, always prowling the perimeter, checking the security cams, testing the the wireless. Sometimes after rounds, he and Zena would sit around talking about the zombie apocalypse. It wasn't a coming apocalypse. It was here. It was on them. They swilled their swill. They took their Zoloft. Fred and Danny had been lost earlier in the day. Zombies. Okay, here's here's what's going on for me now. I think I finally started to process a bit of the story. If it comes down to the zombie apocalypse or being trapped in a place where my my whole life revolves around Zima and Xena, I go out to the zombies. Well, you could always just kill Zena and drink the Zima and fix the whole problem. No, I don't want to drink the Zima. Well, you don't have to. You can throw it at the zombies. I wonder if it would make Molotov cocktails. Probably not. I don't know if there's enough actual alcohol in it for it to set a fire. Probably not. And the damn things were getting smarter. Planning strategies. They set a snare for Danny and then doubled back on Fred when Danny got snagged. They ate their brains. They left a mess. Poor Danny hanging there by one foot. This drove Zena further into paranoia. His only respite, strategizing with Billy. The girls brought in the Zima. The girls annoyed Zena and Billy in their strategy session at first. But with enough of the swill flowing around and the girls, well, one thing led to another. Despite his command of his followers, despite his focus... Gabby could distract Zena every time. And as usual, it was Gabby who was inspired. It didn't turn her on to see the man in the Zena the warrior princess costume. She liked that he wore it for her. It didn't turn her on to see the man in the Zena the warrior princess costume. She liked that he wore it for her. Zena controlled the troops through fear and intimidation, and Gabby controlled the man she loved, Zena, warrior princess, the old-fashioned way. She felt powerful when he wore that costume out in public. And they weren't just into cosplay. They were into kink. I'm so confused. (laughs) 
as she was raising his uh, skirt right there in front of Billy and Mona and the world of security cams, she handed him another Zoloft, took three herself, and made sure Billy and Mona maintained their own Zoflovian euphoria. <laughs> Even invented a word, Zoflovian? <laughs> Zoloftian. <laughs> so I was impressed that I said that, but I didn't actually say it uh, correctly. No. no, you turned it into Pavlovian somehow. Yeah. Zoloftian euphoria. Between the beer, if that's what it was, and massive overdoses of Zoloft, the gang was out of their mind and mad as the proverbial wet hen. A guard was barking that two of their patrols had just had their brains eaten, and Xena told them to fuck off. Get more guards on the perimeter and get your own ass in here, he shouted. Xena inquired about the secret mission that she had sent Brent and Kent on into town alone. <laughs> Are these two more people? Yes. They just dropped up out of nowhere. <laughs> I think I think he was watching The Walking Dead. He was smoking something and hit the plot plunger with the alliteration button turned on and had the unfortunate mishap of getting a Z. Anyway, um, I don't know where Brent and Kent came from, but they went into town alone. They were provided with a Humvee and a, and a 50 caliber? 50 cal, yeah. But they were outside the compound and way away from the defense. And Xena had a mission for them. Bring back a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> a diamond and a key for a maze in the castle dungeon where the dragon lives and the dragon's name is Jeffrey and his pilot light is out and then Nobilis came in and took his pants down and flashed the aliens in the spaceship and they all lived happily ever after (laughs) that's quite a set of callbacks oh yeah I forgot to add in something from Sir Michael and and then Sandima's rules and the end. Um, bring back a diamond. The city was abandoned. The diamond district lay undefended, except for the zombie apocalypse. So off they went. <laughs> la, 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 la. Let's go diamond shopping. That's not in the story. And they found the biggest, shiniest... <sighs> and they found the biggest, shiniest rock slash ring they'd ever seen. Now these two were completely dull, and not just boring. They were stupid. Okay, see, this is what happens when you don't put commas in the right place. That's Brent and Kent, I think. Or maybe, I don't know. Yeah, Brent and Kent are dull and stupid, not the shiniest rock ring. (laughs) They couldn't read. They couldn't think. There was a lot of Zoloft floating around. They couldn't even get it up. There is really a lot of Zoloft around. Damn it. It's about us again. <laughs> they they couldn't read. They couldn't think. They couldn't even get it up. But they were loyal and smart enough to understand big and shiny. So when they were sent out to find, find a, a diamond engagement ring for Xena to give to Gabby for a proper marriage, they grabbed the biggest rock they could find. 
a zirconia the size of Manhattan. Woohoo! <laughs> oh my god. Oh. There was even a reverend around somewhere. People often found him in the Zoloft room. <laughs> <laughs> Max, Max, that's it. Holy crap. <laughs> crap is, is the word. <laughs> it's all over the fucking place. The Zoloft room was a shipping container welded into the compound. Near the back door, opposite the ammo room of the compound, it was locked from the outside, and it was locked from the inside. I have this image in my head of Max Max sitting on the floor in a pair of dirty tidy whiteies, writing this story with a crayon while he's rocking back and forth and humming something. I tell you, this is what happened. Hey, you want to read the last paragraph? Oh, are we at the end? I hope it's the last paragraph. <laughs> anyway, the truth is, the mission was a success. No one could tell a diamond for from a zirconia. And after a wild ceremony where Zena and Gabby were wed and Billy looked on longingly, Zena placed that giant rock right on his bride's finger just as the zombies unlocked the back door with the keys they'd taken off from Swinging Dan. The Swinging Dan, yes. I thought that came out of nowhere, but I think Dan was maybe the guy who was swinging from his foot, <laughs> but I don't know. I think we're missing a page. This is the entire, I'm looking at the entire thing. Me too. I don't think an extra page would have helped. <laughs> I don't think any of it helped. Other than filling filling a little void in our mailbag. We didn't even get to learn what, what Zima really is, because that description was... Yeah, it was, it was kind of... Uh, not, not helpful. Uninformative. Mm-hmm. And this is untitled by Max Max. I want to name it for him. Um, I think we should just call it Swinging Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good to me. Okay. So the plunge on that. Oh, right. uh, The plunge was Xena costumed zombie hunter buys a zirconia for overzealous Zima drinkers on Zoloft. Yeah, clearly the alliteration button was stuck. Maybe the name should be Z. Zed. Wow. No, a, whole, a whole bunch of... Oh, no, a Z, a Z and two rocks. <laughs> I don't understand that. You've never seen a Z and two knots? A Z and two knots. Good God, you have to see that movie. I don't know if I have. It sounds familiar. But what are the two rocks? Well, because of the diamonds. Oh, wouldn't there only be one? Oh, right, because, yeah, it was the two lug nuts getting one rock. Oh, I don't know. It's a blur. It's as blurry as Halloween, if not more so. I don't even know what it is anymore. Enough of that. I've got to have dinner sometime soon. I had dinner before we recorded. Yeah, well, lucky you. 
Anyway, thank you, Mac Max, for uh, Mac Mac Mad Max. Thank you, Max Max, for selling that. In, and for what? For selling that? For sending in the story, and we'll oh. never talk of it again. We shouldn't. We absolutely should not. Oh. Zay, you're out for a beer. What do you have? Beer. What if there wasn't any beer? Sorry, guys. Never heard of it. Oh, Zima. Zima's good. Seamus, a unique alcohol beverage. I kind of like it. Anything else? Did you get pretzels? Mm. What day is this? Banachek. Yo. You're Hello. on the air with pressing buttons and the word whore. Oh, that's, that can't be good. That is good. It's good. We were just talking about your fuzzy truck. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was hilarious. Did you see that in person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I, uh, when I woke up this morning, you know, at noon, the first thing I did was check my, uh, you know, my feed on Facebook and one of my, uh, one of my homies had already spotted it and, uh, took a picture from driving behind it and with the comment, really like, you know, that's, that's, so the wife and I headed downtown and, um, it was just parked at like Young and uh, Grosner, like uh, on the west side. And uh, yeah, so I snapped the shot. I assumed it was in Mississauga. No, we were like, it was like 15 feet away from Young Street proper. So yeah. So did you get your muff cut? No, I did not. I, I, I asked him, you know, how long it would take to get the, uh, you know, uh, in for a quick trim, and uh, they were backed up. Uh, not even a blowout. No, no, they were backed up. They were, they were, they were, backed, up. They were backed up. See, I read it as Mutt Cunt, which um, I, which I thought what? was a great name for a band. I pointed out Mutt Cunt. I was sure they were selling mutton, so I was just completely off. I didn't know yeah. it was a dog. <laughs> no, but there, there was like. This this was awesome. Like there was, you know, like uh, I, I, I had to um, um, to get a photo. I had to wait until like, you know, a you know this mini mob dispersed properly, just a little bit, so I could like get like you know without like you know people in the shot. The mutt cut truck drew a mob. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. oh no, there was like. Oh no, there was, uh, you know, there was like, like the homeless. There was people in wheelchairs. There was, what? you know, like, no, there was no, and there was no, I'm not, I'm not about this disabled. I'm just saying, like everybody, like there was like, <laughs> you know, there was like, you know, like, you know, over middle aged guys like me dangling their newborns, like in front of them like trying to do like uh, you know like a melfi selfie like it's all fucked up right so like i had to wait a couple of minutes so i had to just like a clear shot of the van people can't be that bored that a 
furry truck draws that much attention. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. mayhem. People no, were no, lined no, up no. around the block. No, they are. And, and it's, you know, t- to the best of my knowledge, it's in no way tied to the impending release of the uh, the Dumber and Dumber sequel. Oh, okay, okay. We've gone full circle. Buttons thought he saw that truck in Dumb and Dumber, and I... Oh, no, full circle. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, no, it, it's all... Okay. Like, the, whole, the whole thing, like, the whole thing is Dumber and Dumber, and, yeah. and But, I, like I say, I believe it's in no way tied to the... Oh, it's the, gotta be. It's gotta be. No, no. I, I, I can't imagine how. Like, there was... There wasn't a... You know, because I've been to like, you know, I've been to like the, you know, the Batman uh, release party and all that, and they they make a big fucking deal out of that shit. This is just somebody that's shaving dogs that has a really fucked up truck. I want to believe it's tied to the movie because that way I feel better it, about it. It, it, it can't be. There's no promotional machine behind this thing. I want they, it to be. Well, okay. It gives, no, it, it gives it reason. There's, 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 there's no promotional machine. There was nothing. There was just like maybe one. Like I, I was here. I was there today, and I, I was like, you know, I, I like I say, I saw the, the kid in the wheelchair, and I think maybe like the guy that owned the truck was like me, you know, giving like the the kid in the wheelchair like a little bit of a special, you know, attention, um, you know, like doing a proper you know, selfie with the truck behind. But there, this was not a promotional machine. This was just, like, some... And, and like, uh, I think the license plates were out of um, Minnesota or somewhere like that. So I think there was, this was, like... It's so bizarre. Like, I think it was maybe some nut job with, like, maybe a little too much money driving this shit around and just... Like doing the thing, but like, I don't. I can't. I can't. I, I, well, as a matter, <laughs> as a matter of fact, there, uh, Banachek, the Muttcuts uh, tour is on, and the movie opens in a few days. So, a hundred percent, that is for the movie. They, uh, I'm, sure. I'm looking. I'm looking online. Muttcuts, Providence, Rhode Island. I don't know. There's something. Oh yeah, yeah. Kevin Frankish. My truck has fleas. Muttcuts tour. In Toronto, so yes, that was in fact a, a promotional vehicle. I, yeah, but there's no, I feel there's so no, much better about it now. Yeah, but there's no, like they're doing it really poorly. Then there's no promotional machine. There's no social media. Like it's just bizarre. Yes, there is. Well, there there is because you, <laughs> you saw it on you, social media, and it was clearly on the news too. We're talking about it. This is the it, new market in Manicheck. It's working. <laughs> We we well, fell for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I I don't I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Okay, enough with the mud cuts. We've promoted it to shit. Um, okay, okay, have, fine. I've got some. I got something to give you. Okay. Since you made since you made me look like a retard, I've got something for you, literary turds. <laughs> okay. Starting starting with you buttons. <laughs> If, okay. you, if you had All heard right. the story we just read, you would not call us literary anythings. 
Okay, what do you so what? Morning, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> You're super okay. drunk. Okay, so oh, I was I I I I'm fine, but I was actually trying to remember we had a previous conversation about something I was trying to recall and I forgot. So let's get right to the impending conversation. Okay. Are you bringing it? I'm bringing it. Don't worry. Dear, uh, there's a terminology. Just listen, okay? Fuck you. There's a terminology, a term, a figure of speech, which is used from time to time. And the, the figure of speech is as follows. <laughs> The figure of speech is wet your appetite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead and spell the entire phrase. Go now. Um, spell W-H-E-T. Uh-oh. Buttons, were you going to say something different? No, I was going to say, say W-H-E-T, yes. Okay. So you've both got the W-H-E-T. Right. Wet. Wet your Wet. appetite. Wet. All right. Okay, I thought I was going to burn you both on that. No. <laughs> no hope of that, because I had these silly plans to open a bar called Wet. Spelled, oh. spelled W-H-E-T. Ah, okay. So you miles ahead of me. And, right. and yeah. Wet Your Appetite was at the top of the menu. Ah, you would have confused a lot of your customers. I know, because they're all morons. <laughs> I know. Well, but no, but this is this this is the clientele that you want. Mm-hmm. Yes, always aim for the stupid. Oh no! It's if you're uh, selling booze. Ah. Speaking of booze, have you ever had a Zima? No. Do you know what it is? It's a uh, it's a beer based clear beverage. Okay. So it is beer based though, right? Well, it's malt, yeah. I believe. Mm. Malt, malt based uh, beverage, clear. It, there, there was a horrible time in the uh, '90s where there was a clear beverage uh, craze, mm-hmm. and thank God it passed quickly. Agreed. It was, it was horrible. It was okay, horrible. so you've never tasted it? No, never actually put uh, lips to uh, rim. No, no, neither of either of us. Not, no, not, not I, with I've a Zima one. anyway. <laughs> do you have... Do no, you have... I, saw, I, saw, I saw one. Like, I saw one on the shelf of a, you know, a gas station uh, fridge in, you know, in, in the U.S. of A., and just looked straight at it and said, fuck you. And that's it. Yeah. I think that was my reaction pretty much, too. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? It was, it, it was, I think it was a yuppie thing. It feels yuppie-ish, yes. Yeah, like, no, I really think it was, like, tied directly to the yuppies. You know, they, you know, they didn't want to be seen drinking beer. Because that's so trashy. 
Oh yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> she oh, says. Geez. She says as beer dribbles down her chin <laughs> for, oh, no, the, no, for the third no, time no, in ten minutes. No, but seriously, like you know, like <laughs> these, these fucking yuppies with their fucking boat shoes and their fucking upturned fucking collars, you know, on the Daniel Hester fucking chart. <laughs> You know, uh, like, it's like you, you know, you're trying to deny that beer is the best beverage ever invented. It's like, no, I have a Zima, you know. It's like we're it's recording fucking... a podcast 25 years ago. It's hilarious. We're, no. we're all mad about yuppies. We just, no, we, like, no, we, we need an angry phone guy on this call. Cause he'd be, I'll tell I'm you great. another thing about the yuppies. Oh no! Don't don't get him started. Mm. Like you know, like I I never went down that road. I could have. I was there at the time. You know, I could have had the upturned collar, and I'm like, you know what I did instead? I grow my hair down to my ass. That was my answer. <laughs> that was my answer. And like, no, I I didn't go out and punch a yuppie in the face. I could have. But my answer was, I'm going. I'm growing my hair to my ass. You either did that or you you wore boat shoes. You yeah. know, you had your pick. You had yes. your pick. <laughs> there was a fork in the road, and you had to pick a direction. That's right. And so no, I so I bought a Harley, grew my hair down to my ass, leather jacket. You know, had some fun, like a, a lot of fun. Um, and that was it. You have to pick. You have to pick. I'm glad you, you chose. No, you have to pick. You have to pick. You have to pick. So, you have no choice. You have to pick. So are you well? Everything's well with you? Married life's treating you well? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, good. God. Oh, so good. Good. Oh, yeah. The sex is unbelievable. Anyways, Ooh. uh... What? I said, ooh. Oh, no. Anyways. No, fantastic. Yeah. No, just working working like hell, um, trying to save money so we can spend it later. Right. You know? As you do. <clears throat> That's just crazy. And, uh, you know, we got this, we bought this house and uh, we're... It's a huge fucking backyard with all these fucking trees, and we're back there burning shit all the time. You can't fucking do that legally in Mississauga, but the nice thing about Mississauga is people don't give a fuck. You're practically expected to burn shit in your backyard. (laughs) (laughs) It's like fucking mandatory. You know, like people will come to your house and like knock on your door. Your neighbors will come to your door and say, why aren't you burning shit? You know, like, it's like the opposite of Toronto. Like, Toronto, like, if you have have a cigar, people will call the fucking fire department. Mm -hmm. It's fucked up. But we're out here burning shit. Well, on that note, I'm... Quite literally, be yeah, okay, being told that my, my no, yeah, you, dinner. Aren't you sorry you called me? Aren't you sorry you called me? <laughs> my no. dinner is literally overdone. It's steak, and now it's 
It's a uh, now it's cardboard. So I've got to go, but thank you for. Yeah, uh, that's not my that's not my problem. <laughs> Wait, do you, you have another? Me. <laughs> you called me. You have another. You should have known this was gonna happen. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> This is your fault. This is your fault. I can tell you other stories. This is your fault. You ruined Christmas. You ruined Christmas. You ruined Christmas again. You've done it again. You ruined Christmas. You ruined Christmas. You fucking ruined Christmas. It's your fucking fault. You fucking ruined Christmas. You do it every year. You fucking ruined Christmas. You fucking ruined Christmas. This is not my fault. You ruined Christmas. (laughs) You do it every year. You do it every fucking year. You fucking ruined Christmas. I don't give a fuck about your steak. You and your fucking steak. You fucking ruined Christmas again. Fuck you. Fuck your buttons. You fucking ruined Christmas. Fuck you. Come and get your drums. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. as well. Thank you for whatever that was. All right. See you later. I gotta go. Okay. All right. Miss you, Banachek. Bye-bye. I'm I'm, I'm too upset. (laughs) Holy shit. Is he gone? I think so. I'm confused and I'm crying and there's beer coming out of my nose and I have to pee and you have to go eat steak. And I'm so confused. And that was the weirdest, weirdest <laughs> episode of all everything's everything. I don't even know. <sighs> I think we might have to play the phone call instead of the story. Sorry, Max Max. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know if either of them made any sense, but somehow together, if we mash them together, they might work. Um, you've been listening to another episode of Air Out My Shorts. That's Air Out My Shorts at Air Out My Shorts. Air Out My Shorts.com. Thank you for listening. I have nothing to add. No, me neither. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Era my shorts. My shorts. You ruined my Halloween. Stupid girl. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. 